Hi, welcome to the Roundtable. And today, our topic out of our five-part series is relationship with each other. These are the women that have been called to ministry. Uh, we're discussing in this five-part series, the highs and the lows of ministry. And today's topic is relationship with one another. It's so important. It's a necessity. And if we don't get better at it, we're going to be more than just uh, a failure at it. We're going to have to answer to it. So enjoy today's show, Relationships Between the Women. You all bleed in, in a public way. You all process in a very public way. Mm-hmm. You metamorph in public ways mm-hmm. that we get to secretly go back and do in a, 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 a hidden place right. behind the curtain. Unfortunately, you all don't get the opportunity to do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Do you feel there should be more comrades on your level, female women, because we're talking women, who are able to be there to guard you all and protect you all and not go for the tea. Mm-hmm. I do. That's that's where we lack it. Yeah. That's where we and and the thing is is that, and this is good, uh, Prophet Sandy, this is yes. real good. And we shouldn't be intimidated or we shouldn't feel less than who we are, that we have to come and say, hey, yeah, you know what? I, I don't even know how I'm going to make it. I don't know how I'm going to go on. And even be able to share that hurt or that that whatever it is that's just tearing at us. See, I'm a cry, I'm a crybaby. Me too. I am a crier. I will cry in the pulpit. Yes. I will cry whatever. If, if it hits me, mm-hmm. I'm going to cry. But let me tell you, one of my professors in seminary said, if they can't see you vulnerable, that all the time you have to be this person that's up here, mm-hmm. then that's not real. Right. And they'll always look at you being able to take punches mm-hmm. or or being that, that still person that don't have, have feelings. Exactly right. But then we walk away, yes, I'll cry, but, but we walk away and there are times that I'm going to pick up the phone and say, some and things you want. Not, not problems, I want to say, Sandy, that's right. What are you doing? Right. I just need to talk. Right. Because even though we have husbands, some of the hurts and the pains that we share we can't share. We can't share. Or they, if we do, they don't get it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Now that's 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 very true. Yes, they don't. And it's not that they don't want to get it. Yeah, but they're wired different. They're wired different. And so yeah. you know, they have about yeah. maybe five minutes of this conversation they want to have, and you and I need an hour and a half. Yeah, and they're all, and they're all. Then they think you're supposed to be, and over. they give you a play by play action on what yeah. you need to fix it, yeah. and then follow this guideline, and you'll be just fine. Yeah. But the, but they want you to see. <laughs> And listen for an hour and a half. And how, baby, this you need that. It's okay, honey. Do you like do you like that? You know. And sometimes I want to say, man, if you only <laughs> right. had 
in the deepest part of my being, I feel like I can't go home. That's exactly right. And, and it took me a long time, a very long time, to let my guard down mm. with certain women. Right. I know. I just would not, I didn't feel, I didn't feel it was a safe place. Yes. I felt that there was a ulterior motive that, uh, and and I would guard, I would be guarded. I would only say so much. Exactly. And even uh, some of the ladies that I may go to lunch with, I don't, I don't. Bear your soul. No. But I think we but all we need that place. We need we, and we, somewhere to bear, to bear our soul. Because I think it's important, Pastor, you know, we're not supposed to carry this load by ourselves. And, you know, we say, well, Jesus is, you know, some people say, well, Jesus is all I need. But in me might be the Jesus that you, that you need. Yeah. And for some reason, we, 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 we hadn't got to the place where we can be that for each other. But we need to be. Yeah. So how, but that's my question. But how do we, how do we get there? Okay, I got a couple of things, and I know you got a couple of things. I think the one thing we have to do is stop being fake. Stop being fake. Stop pretending to be something somewhere or about something that's not really there. Right. I agree with that. And then the other thing is is to put the pride to the side. Because pride is the only thing that keeps us with the facade and the mask and all these other things. And the worst, what's the worst that somebody could do with what you tell them? Tell them. What's yeah. the worst? Yeah. Yeah. I I I, I like those two. That will, those would be my two two. Those because that's yeah. That that would be um and we do put up a facade for di- and we put up a different one for different, different people. I don't want to have one. You know what? I want you to know me this it's way. Me. And I want the next person down the road to know me in the same. Yeah. I, I don't want to be multiple people Yeah, to be okay. Yeah. One of our very good friends. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. She told me one day, Harry Thompson, I always got something to say. And I would say to her, if you don't want me to be transparent and upfront and right. true with you, I said, you came to me right. because you knew I was going to be honest with you. Right. And if you can't accept my honesty, then don't bring it. That's to right. Me. That's right. But I got off the phone that day and I felt some kind of way. <laughs> you know, I felt some kind of She said, you always got something to say. So I text her. I said, you don't have to worry about me saying any anything right. anymore. <laughs> Just no call me. <laughs> She called you right back, didn't she? <laughs> she said, I love you. I said, I love you too. But being able to just share yeah, and being okay with what the other person is saying, because if you get that circle, right. if you get that camaraderie with uh, women, got to protect you. Exactly. We, and that's the thing. When we get that type of relationship with, don't break it. Don't break. Right. Don't break the trust. Don't break the, you know, the, the, the place where a person feels safe. Right. right. Just to have the, you know, the tea on somebody. I don't yeah. even understand uh-uh. how we lay down and go to sleep at night, Pastor, and know we have done the dirt. Dirt. Yeah. 
But I guess I always say, uh, I've got just as much dirt as you. I do. You know, the same God that saved you is the same God that saved you. I don't know. We compare dirt, but I don't yeah. know why we do. Uh, same God that forgives me, same God that he done. that forgives you. So I don't even, we don't even have a right. It really should. We don't have a right. And But I really wish that we could get, and I'm not saying you know every minister and every pastor in Columbia, Georgia, will not understand uh, what we can, but I really wish if we had 10 tables with eight women at that we are able to come, and, and this just came in my spirit, mm-hmm. that there'll be somebody there that have a motive, they're just going to be there, but they will never understand what we're trying to do. Right. But I think it's time out for, like you just said, being fake. Being fake. And I think that we got to even dismiss that in order to get it moving. Uh-huh. Even though that one may be there, or that two, or that three. We have to. Yeah. Let's move the other seven, seven, seven. come right. on, and, let's and move forward, and maybe teach them right. how this is supposed to be. Because we've all done it wrong hey. as a sister. I have. I I've have. done it wrong. I have. But in my low place, because that was a low place for me, mm-hmm. I have learned the devastation, the hurt, the pain. Mm-hmm behind it and it has made me a better person yes to not and that's paint that kind of, yes. that's what it should do yeah and you you said something earlier when i was talking about the first person that came out of my uh dad's church you said my mom mm. my mom wasn't let's say a um minister per right. se right but we always said that she had this call on her life because she was uh she was so humble mm. but literally my mom was my confidant there wasn't a Monday after Sunday service that went by that she did not call on Monday morning and say, baby, uh, I know you're tired. Uh, you just run so much for everybody. You know, mama's praying for you. And that sermon was just, mama's gone. So now I miss that call because she was that person that kind of, kind of fed me. So where is that other woman? Come on, come on. That uh, not necessarily to do or say what mama, because that was mama, but to say, hey, sis, how was your Sunday? Are you good? Yeah. You know, hey, anything to talk about? Anything we need to share? And, And we're okay and we're so open that we can we can not be so guarded, right? And we have that one or two or three. And my thing is this, Sandy, we don't have to go to the mall every day. We don't. We don't have to go to lunch every day. We don't have to be on the phone every day. Right. But I know, if I lead you and I'm yeah. right, cooking you, you, yeah, that I can pick up that phone and say, I'm in a bad place today. Yeah. And I just need to hear your voice. And I think that's where I want to be. I want to be in the place where if someone does need me, and like Mm -hmm. you said, we ain't got to shop every day. Mm -hmm. We ain't got to eat lunch out. We ain't got to do I want someone to feel safe. We can. And it's okay if if somebody, we, I've been with folks, they only want, want, well, we're not going to take a picture because I don't want nobody to know that we went to lunch together. Why? 
apply. And maybe they'll join us next time. Yeah. Because all we're talking about is literally ministry or laughing they don't or sharing. That's or or get this. I've had people go, well, I saw that you were out to lunch with someone. And I'm sitting here going, are you serious? Are you serious? But that's that women and that catty, that catty, catty. crazy stuff. And But we're we're ministers of the God. I know. Listen, you, and that's what frightens me. That's the part that I, I I keep saying this in every interview. The mirror, I want us to hold up and see what we're doing. I believe that's what this show is all about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have got to take responsibility for how we are showing the sure, this yeah. thing is being done. Right. And because we, you know, we have in our minds what we want out of ministry mm-hmm. and we are just creating worlds that God never wanted us to create. And then we got to understand too is that ministry is outside of this mm-hmm. these walls. Mm-hmm. We want to keep it confined to the walls but God says well, I am when I'm outside of here. And we demonstrate that we have done this wrong over and over again on how we show the ungodliness on how we treat one another. Um, I've been guilty of how we speak about one another. I've been guilty of that. But I don't know about other folk, but I'm just, I'm arrested. I'm arrested. Yeah. And that's me. If we're honest with ourselves. And the only only way that, that I feel that God can begin to heal and rescue us is that we're honest, first of all, with ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. First of all, I've God, I've done some things. I've said something. I've been, you know, that I know you're not pleased with me. Help me. Purge me. Right. Be a better person. That's right. You know? Come on, wait it. Because they are not who I am. It's exactly. a, you know. And I can't make people be who I want them to be. Exactly. I have to be who God and I have to accept who they are. But I, I just want that atmosphere. I do. I want that atmosphere where if this room was filled with women, we could cry and we could holler and we can shout and we could say, been there, done that. Yeah. And not that we're here to cry and, and holler and like that all the time, but just that would be such a room. It would. And then I think we can have that, but we've got to move past fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and all of the other barriers that we allow to separate us. Um, that consume us. It consumes us. But I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm at that place now. I'm just, I don't know what is this, getting older or getting closer to God, both probably. But, you know, all of the silliness and the childish things, you know, I don't want to play with those things anymore. Be free. I, Free and liberated in Christ because it's so good to be in that place. It is. And it's just, it's hard to be, uh, 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 I'm going to call it a hellraiser, mm-hmm. a troublemaker. It's hard to be, you know, uh, uh, against my sister in Christ uh, in this way or that way. You know, it's one one of the uh, young ladies was, was expressing how we even just competitive in dress. In, in clothing, yes. 
you know, and yeah. who wears what what yeah. what brand this dude. And if you ain't wearing this brand, you're not Did really. That's like, so is that so petty? But again, it goes to not knowing who you who you are. It does. And I really believe that it comes with not saying that you you can't be a younger person right. and have already been delivered from that. Right. I think it comes with maturity. Yeah. I think in not age, but maturity. Exactly. I think it comes with wisdom that I don't want to be that person anymore. Right. Or you've been raised right. Right. Yeah. You know, some yeah. kind of people are groomed from the beginning in really good hands. Right. right. And um, uh, I know in my world, I have eliminated that type of negativity. Negativity. Like, yeah, I, you can't bring it to me. Mm-hmm. Can't, can't, we can't be that. Not going to be that. You can't be that with me. And I think that's another way you shut it down. Shut it down. Now you're going to lose some folk. Oh, yeah. Because they want that. But of... everybody don't understand where you're going. That's exactly right. So when they don't understand where you're going, you you have to. And it's not that you don't love them. That's right. But everybody can go where God's taking Yeah. We learn from our lows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We learn yeah. from those places of the lows of of. of in, as women in ministry, we learn from those places. So I, I, I wanted all of it to be out there. The the highs kind of take care of themselves. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Because I can go on and on. But one of the lows, uh, me personally, was, was being divorced and having the Lord call me to birth out a church. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, how in the world would you? I, I was judging my own self. I was saying, why would you want me to 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 birth a church? I'm divorced. Mm. What can I tell mm. any married couple that comes in here? And it's so what I was. I'm 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 having as Moses talked to God about going before the yes, king. Man. And he had a limitation. Yes, man. Yes, you know. And 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 the Lord checked me. He says, "I knew that this point would come in your life." But I know what I placed in you before you ever did get married or divorced. That's right. And I know who I'm going to put around you and with you to handle the assignment. When that, at, the, at your low place of divorce, that had to be crushing. Yes. It's, you know, divorce, they say, is like experience the death of a loved yes. one. Yes. That, that's is. the high level of stress. And there I was with two little children. You know what I'm saying? Well, they were nine and that's fifteen. Well, that's that's young, boy and a girl. Yeah, crushing, crushing, crushing blow. But I had no other alternative. I wanted the marriage to stay together. I loved my husband, mm-hmm. but he didn't love the direction I was going, and I was getting closer and closer to Jesus. It was all right as long as I was a, a teacher, right, teaching Bible study. Mm-hmm. But it seems like. The minute I became an ordained minister, and then the prophetic fell on me in a heavy matter, he couldn't take it. It was like, this is not for me. You know, and who do you choose? Do you lay Jesus down or do you lay man down? That was an easy was choice. An easy choice. I think that I, I can relate to what you're saying because my first husband vowed in our dating process that he wouldn't be married to a woman preacher. Why? Why? And uh, that, and at the time I was 19. Why? And when I told him, I, when he asked me what I wanted to do, and I told him, you know, uh, 
I almost died. I started backpedaling because, you know, you know how we want that man real bad. Yeah. So I started backpedaling. Well, well, maybe not a preacher. Just, you know, teach, you know. Oh, yeah, you can teach Sunday school then. That's fine. But like you say, when there is a calling on your life and you answer the call, see, you can't dumb it back and you can't dime back. Mm. You have to let it be what it is. And move forward. And move forward <laughs> however way the Lord has it to be. And so I, I agree. You, you get to the place where you can't deny Christ and you can't deny who you are Mm-mm. in Christ. Mm-mm. And so you have to let the chips fall where they may Mm-mm. and just let it be what it's going to be. But I thank God for his maturing me. Even in that state, I have learned from that place too as well. The woman that I am today started with that little 19-year-old back then. Amen. And so it's matured me to that. So crushing, yes. Uh, Abusive uh, relationship, being in domestic violence situation after situation with my husband. Crushing, yes. Watching your children being pulverized and and beaded. Crushing, yes. But I couldn't let my God go. Yeah, I couldn't let him go. And although I feel as though um, the church, the women, didn't hold me the way they could have held me. Yeah, to help me. Yeah, God, he always, like you said, he always has the build around you. Yeah, those that are placed around you strategically, even if it's just for a season. That's right. To help you to get to the place where you need to be because sometimes you're so crushed, you're so beaten, yes. so broken. You know, you make all the wrong decisions, all the wrong choices. Mm-hmm. But God still got to get you to come on this place here. Come on. So like you, in a divorce, yeah. crushing two little kids that's looking to you for everything. And then you got to have your your mind in the right place. Your, your Now you're building a church. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Building the church, and then you gotta die. You gotta evangelize and fill this church, and, and and bless the people, and and give a word, and 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 then go home and and still feel crushed. Yes, yes. In the midst of your bleed, you still got to lead. Bleed while lead. Bleed while lead. Hey, you bleed now, leaving a trail everywhere you go, while you trying to get people to their destination. Counseling and praying for people while you try to cook the spaghetti dinner and the garlic bread for your children. Help your son and your daughter with your own work. You ain't you you don't even have time to rest in self pity. You, you and, and this is the thing. I I I I'm gonna ask the question. Were women there for you? You know who was there for me? My mother, my father my sister and my brothers. Let's do it with me first, from the inside out. Yeah, no longer the external it is, and I, is it. And I think that's the that's been the thing that keeps us from really, like from feeling that where our brother, our sisters, I'm saying sisters, because it's a weird thing, yes. where our sisters are. Because we have a tendency sometimes to make it about us first. Yeah. And in actuality, we have to be sensitive enough. I need to be sensitive to my sister. Yeah. Yeah. And God's making me sensitive. I'm getting the blow so that I can feel you. What if what it what it really what it's like. Like I I'm I'm at this low and I tell you I have some lows that have taught me sensitivity like none other. Mm-hmm. 
I have some lows that have taught me how to embrace, protect, and guard other women. And I believe that sometimes we go through things so that we can know how to best be to our brothers and sisters in Christ, and in this case, to our sisters. It's, to, it's so that it's, it's, it's for us, but it's for us to serve. My lows have been to now serve. Your lows are to what? Serve. It's, it becomes a tray. Yeah, the transparency. Yes. Of, 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 of the real process. Yeah. That has always been bigger than me. Mm-hmm. And it never really was about me, but it's about, as the soul writer say, the God in me. You know, developing so, and creating in you. Yeah. Yeah. And and really allowing me to become the best version of who he created me to be as being a part of the body. And I think that's where the wisdom that you are operating and moving in in this year. Um, the Lord spoke something to me last year, and uh, he said it this year. As we crossed over, he said, tell the people that this would be a year that it would be strategic kingdom orchestration. Hmm. In other words, as this woman of God said it, and it just resonated in my spirit, he said, for it to be kingdom, strategic kingdom orchestration, tell them to not focus on the enemy so much, but know that these are calculated moves by God. Hmm. They are calculated moves by God that he, like you said, he allowed it so that you can gain the wisdom and the sensitivity and the knowledge, the knowledge, the knowledge, not the information, but the know-how, right, to maneuver not only for you, but to help somebody else. And I think that's where, you know, we personalize some of our lows. Yeah making it be about us versus, you know, the process of the plan God want to use it exactly. for his glory. And I think that's why Paul said, you know, I reckon that the suffering, he did, he, he got a revelation. He said, I reckon that the suffering of this present time can be, it's not worthy to be compared to the, there is a glory yes. being revealed yes. in prophet Sandy, you know, in having this round table you know, talking to sisters of like precious faith to say, oh, been there, done that, got a T-shirt. Yeah. And I just want to encourage you, you're not alone. Man. You, 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 you know, just just go through the process. I am. You, you're coming out better, you know, and not bitter. Um, I think that's when, you know, um, what I realized that I am who God say I am. And, and it's not what people really think. Um you know, as the woman of God was walking out, you know, I'm not always good with names, mm-hmm. um, but faces, if I know you. Mm-hmm. But I've had some people, you know, it's like, uh, look at you and, and, and won't even respond. And that's what we were talking about, too. You know, we were saying the same thing. We were saying, as sisters in Christ, you know, it shouldn't always be that we have to hang out. We we got to go shop together. We got to go eat together all the time. We get in order for us to build bridges, that we have a safe place to be. You should be my safe place. I shouldn't have to turn to 
the world. I shouldn't have to turn to lay members. I shouldn't have to turn, uh, I sh you know, e there was even some places, and we talked about that, that even my husband won't understand as a woman for me. I need another woman <sighs> that would be able to embrace me, help me, encourage me, lift me, rebuke me, and I walk away whole, healed, and ready to launch and do what it is that God is coming and not be intimidated Shrink because, back. yeah, because of fear, mm -hmm. because of hurt, because of lack of trust, yes. because we haven't proven ourselves to be confidants. All of these things <laughs> that, you know, we talked about today. And all of my guests have spoken the same things. And so I said, Lord, I see us, we're, we're like fighters in a corner. We won't come to the center of the ring, but we need to come to the center. And touch gloves. And touch gloves. And this is the thing. We're not fighting each other. We have an enemy. The real enemy. The real enemy. The Our gloves, the yes, are not for each other. No, but we have, and, and, and even hearing you say that, it's like, you know, I've seen this for a while, and I've admitted to myself. Mm -hmm. And it's like I wanted to ask you before we came up, you know, are you ready to take on the assignment <laughs> that God, I believe, he's placing on you? And that's why it's like the weeping prophet, you know, because... You, even though some of us have come and sat at the round table and we have talked to you, are we ready to take action? We have to be, you know, um, are we, you know, are we truthful? And when you said something a few minutes ago, it's like it hit my spirit. That's the difference. We've settled for the sister to sister so long that we don't know how to, you know, grow up and become woman to woman. Oh, you know, it's like that that person that I can I can say, sis, you got me. And I think I told you that something you said, it cut me, but I needed it because God had already spoken to me. And you said it was your personal conviction, but it was a confirmation that God had already pricked my heart or convicted my heart, but I didn't allow the personal, the private conversion yeah. to take place. And I think this is where, why God has called you to call us to the round table because nothing that we are talking about individually, mm -hmm. that he hasn't dealt with our heart at some point mm -hmm. to really be concerned, to talk about to someone else, yes, but out of fear. Out of fear, out of rejection, of being rejected or or not received. We made it be more about us versus our obedience to the Father. Um, you know, and I looked at, like you said earlier, the bridging of the gap. 
And even though everybody talking about this, this millennial and the generation, this one and this one, even though they have the IT knowledge, they don't have the foundational truth of how to function in that, in the legitimacy of the kingdom. So they're really unauthorized mm -hmm. to, it's like we are releasing them because they bring something to the table, but they don't have the qualification to function in right properly, right? Because we haven't qualified right. them with the foundation right. of what is, is required. And, and not only that, but we're, we have erred in demonstrating that. And that's what I was going to say, because yeah. even to some points, we'll take chances of conversating with them about things we never should, should have conversated. conversated with them because we said that you're holding the weight of a pastor to try to transfer that to a lay member that they would never be qualified to carry. And then we wonder why we end up broken on the floor, scattered. And, and, and the one that we laid it on is in disarray yes. because we have laid on them more than they were able to bear that. Yeah. That, that weren't way, but this is because we haven't created that spaces yes. amongst leaders that can yes. bear it. Yeah. And it used to be, you know, what they used to call, especially among men in ministry, the pastor, the alliances, mm -hmm. um, things of that nature was set in place for men. And they have things that's called women alliance, but it's it's more so for a platform as if we are we have something for everybody else, but nobody has nothing for us. I think where it becomes that safety net is that we can see mm -hmm. that there needs to be an exchange because you're not gonna always be on the high. Right. And even if you don't want to tell it, it ought to be something about my presence, right? My voice, right? Even with with Mary to Elizabeth, Elizabeth was older than Mary. Elizabeth had an experience that Mary never had. Right, exactly. You know, um, and she could have went to her in fear, but she went out of obedience. Mm -hmm. She just went with salutation, with greetings. And it was about, you know, her obedience to just show up. And I didn't show up empty. I showed up with expectation because I, I, I obeyed God. I obeyed the instructions. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what God was going to do, but I showed up with expectation of you, you know. And But then I told myself, I'm going. And I, I, I want to say this, too. I want to say there's a trust here. I believe that. There's a trust here because if he didn't trust me, he wouldn't show it up, right? And but I think um, a lot of a lot has to be said to how we have broken the trust in people. Mm -hmm. We have been we have been disappointed and hurt in times past with people that we love and that we embraced and that we showed our nakedness to to only be ridiculed, exposed. 
become the tea of the town, so to speak. And God doesn't want us to stay in that state. So he's he's working on us. He's, he's doing it with, it's, it's a small role, but it's okay because it's going to grow. We're going to learn and we're learning to do this thing right because we have done it. Like the, you talked about the alliances, you know, there are alliances, but are they safe places? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there are ministerial alliances, and they, but are they safe places, or is it just a place for people to come together and be even worse to each other mm-hmm. than they than before? Mm-hmm. If we're going to have an alliance, let's protect each other, mm-hmm. let's guard each other, mm-hmm. let's help each other. Mm-hmm. We all have ministry highs and lows. Mm-hmm. The best of ministries. Absolutely. have the highs and the lows. Absolutely. And when we're in the low, mm-hmm. and because I might be on a high, am I in a position mm-hmm. to look down and, and consider somebody to be something less? Because our lows, I always tell people, my low places have created all of my high spaces. Come on. <laughs> That's good. That's good. All of them. I think you know, when you say that, it's like, I really thank God for recommending. Mm-hmm. Not that I would have chose <laughs> right, well, those moments and those low places, but they were necessary. Mm-hmm. And now that I embrace that God picked me, I'm grateful, you know, that he could have chose anybody. You know, and and I think that's been my testimony to myself, Mm. you know, to really know that I've overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of my testimony. Mm. Hey, sister, that we can go to and really just talk to and then um, not being concerned that you're going to tell somebody else about what we shared with you that was intimate, that was confidential. Um, Now, I hadn't found, uh, but, but a few. But a few. Hand on one hand. And uh, so that's very important um, at the time where people are being depressed because they can't, as a sister, find another sister to share with. And people are being suicidal. um, And people are at a place where they are seeking mental health because they just don't have anybody that they can um, talk with. So, yes, at your lowest point, in Columbus, Georgia, you got to be very, I had to be very uh, select right. in whom I could share some of the things that I needed to talk to. Because you've been burnt. I, I've been burnt up. Not just only burnt. <laughs> <laughs> I've, no. been, I've been burned up to crisp, but God has been faithful and God has graced me uh, to a place that um I knew it was him all the time. Right. Yeah. Even in that place where you feel like you've been consumed and by what you had a heart matter about. God will always, if you really desire a friend, and I, I, I've learned this. Yes. If you want to have friends, you have to show yourself friendly. And But even in that, there's a chance that you get burned up when you try to show yourself friendly. Mm-hmm. Everybody is not wanting friendship. Some folk just want your tea. Yeah. Well, in a therapeutic setting, we learn um, the terminology is taking a risk. Mm-hmm. And and in these instances, you have to take a risk even in, in being vulnerable yeah. um, in a friendship. 
And um, I have a group of friends that um, I think I kind of shared this with you. Um, in my lowest point, it's sad to say I couldn't go to the church world. I had to go to my girlfriends that's been I've been friends with um, 50 plus years and cry on their shoulder and cry at their, you know, homes. I couldn't go to my um, friends in the church, my peers, comrades. My, my comrades. That was not a safe place. I had to go to my corporate America friends that we've been friends for years and say, we need to have a a girls meeting. And, and they met me and, and they walked me through some tough times. It, and and, and yeah. I think that that's a black eye to the church. Yeah. That we have to go outside of the safety of the church to feel safe. I mean, literally, probably some of the people you were able to feel safe with might not even know Christ or might not be in the on the same level. They they, they definitely were in the in, in the clergy. Right. No, ma'am. They they're not in the clergy. And um, so, yes, ma'am, it, it was not those that um, in the pulpit on Sunday morning. That's for right. Sure. That's right. They're they were not Sunday school teachers. They love the Lord. They go. They go to church. They go to church. They they love the Lord. They love the Same. Lord. But they weren't your peers. No, ma'am. And I find that to be for uh, women, especially women, because you are you you are what I call it a whole pastor. Yes, I'm a whole pastor. And you know many whole pastors, but for you not to feel that you had a place to go and feel safe, I I think that this is the mirror that I'm I'm wanting to do today is I want the mirror to be shown to us that we've got to do better in this area because in the end, when it get then when it get down tight, Dr. Outley, when when the perilous times come, yes, we're gonna need each other. We're gonna need each other. And I believe um that the perilous times are here. Mm-hmm. And God have orchestrated you to bring um me here for such a time as this and others. But I believe that we're here by divine appointment. And that it won't be a few days later that this conversation will be helpful and needful right. because something is in um, the pipeline that we're going to say that's why we sat at the round table. Exactly. I think yeah. that, too, um, uh, I would hope that when we hear this message, mm-hmm. when we hear that what the women of God are saying, not just to others, but to each other, mm-hmm. that we don't snarl at it mm-hmm. and you know because sometimes I get the heat you know who do I think I am yes I don't really think I'm anybody I just know what God said and I'm just trying to relay that message so I hope that we grab it because you know sometimes when we hear truth we don't always grab it especially if we've been guilty in the offensive side of it we have a tendency to buck up against the truth more we have a tendency sometimes to reject it just based off of who's putting it out there. Well, my mama used to say something like this. Mother Outley used to say, don't judge a person until you walked in their shoes. And so again, you don't know what the low point looked like until you've had your low point. And you never know what a person been through until you go through the exact same thing. And then you can be more empathetic. And I preach at Abundant Life, don't judge a person that's going through grief until you sit on the front row and buried your parents or your child. Exactly. Then you can come back and say, now I know. Exactly. 
You don't want to be a part of that club that you bury your son that was murdered in the street. Right. You don't want to be a part of that club. But then you'll be more empathetic when it happens to you. So in our low points as women in ministry, we don't want to have to go through it to be able to understand the hurt, the pain, mm-hmm. and sometimes the bitterness that come behind it. And so my job or my ministry is I don't want to be that person that's not there for my sister in need. Exactly. And I promise you, it's going to be a day right. that my sister going to be in need. Exactly. Yeah, because we all have days, mm-hmm. you know, it's time and chance before us all. Yeah. And so this is your time or my time. But when your time comes mm-hmm. and everybody thinks that when you go through a, uh, a hurt, a pain, a disappointment, mm-hmm. this is how I would handle it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you don't know when something hits you, no. how you're going to respond. No. And this is why I think it's important for us to have the support of each other, because if it don't hit me right. And if I don't respond and react right, mm-hmm. if I got the right people around me, I'll overcome it and I'll be able to rise above the situation that I'm in. But we don't know how to do that. So when something hit us, if I digress someplace, then now that's your place to tea. Yeah. Instead of you being a help to me in, let's say, in grief. Right. Grief can take you to dark places. It will. I know. It shall. It, and it shall. But if you don't have the right people around you in the middle of grief, you can find yourself in dark places. Mm-hmm. And and now that's people's tea time mm-hmm. as opposed to, and I'm especially speaking to women in the industry, because we have this um, part of us that's supposed to be nurturing. Mm-hmm. As women, we're supposed to be able to nurture. And we have to figure out how to do that in ministry one toward another and still maintain our position as whatever that calling is to our lives. And I think that what you have described is exactly what I've been saying all along. Mm-hmm. We, we, we have to learn how to come together and be a oneness, not against anything else, mm-hmm. but a support to what we are as women in ministry. Right. Correct. And we're so suspicious of one another, even in this place. Wonder why she's having a show. Is she trying to start some type of organization? Or and we always so suspicious and just thinking we only trying to help somebody in that low place that you don't have to be alone. There's some women. There is a woman in Columbus, Georgia, that care about you enough to say, "I'm here, sis. You don't have to go at this by yourself because you're going to hit a low place in ministry. You know, if you frustration." We just want everybody to know, hey, we win and we win and we win and we win and we win it. But tell the truth. And this is the thing about what this show is about. Mm-hmm. I wanted to mirror. I wanted us to see, you know, because when we go back and look at this as a whole, mm-hmm. I want people and women and men, I want them to see, you know, that we have had some successes in this area. Right. In this but we have said a lot of failures. We've had failures, and um, I'll never forget when I first came into ministry, um, I was exiting out of a relationship. And in exiting out of that relationship, I, you know, started kind of taking interest 
into someone else. They had been, you know, you know, just kind of at me, you know, and so, so I was exiting out. So I was like, you know, okay, I'll see what you're talking about. It was a failure. When I say it was a failure, it was a huge failure because I allowed that relationship to cause me to do things that I knew were against were against what? my relationship with God that were against what I believe and what I know is right. right. Exactly. And so, and we don't want to talk about those things. We want everybody to feel like, you know, hey, you fell out of heaven. I yeah. fell out of, and I've been this way all along. Well, I haven't. And I was in ministry. I was in ministry. Hey, been, since I've been a pastor. I almost choked someone to death. Literally. Yeah. I mean, hands on. Confrontational. Hands on. But I learned in that. I grew in that area. You know, because it's 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 hard when 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 someone that walks close with you betray you to come like now you this is good. This is good. And they betray you but yet they're still laughing in your face. But then when it's confronted, they want to get humble. No, 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 no. And I was at a place where I literally had my hands around the individual's neck. It was dark. We were in a parking lot. No one was around. So if I had a, went through with it, but this is the place where people uh, need to understand the pressure, um, you know, on you as a woman of God, as a pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we are, like you said, our emotions. Right. Best of us sometimes. Absolutely. Um, and I believe, like you said, we are not as transparent as we could be about our failures. Mm-hmm. Um, me too. I have the same, you know, testimony mm-hmm. that my my good hasn't always been good. But right. sometimes I've presented myself, even as a woman of God, mm-hmm. to the world in a very ungodly kind of way. Right. And so to, for us to feel like we don't have those failures, because that's the word we don't never want. Well, they, I use it all the time. You know, I failed at this. Right. But Lord, give me opportunity. Continue to teach me. Continue to, you know, raise me up. And I'm going to, that's my strive now. Absolutely. Is to run this race. Better than I ran it yesterday. Amen. But to not deny yesterday. Right. Failure. Mm-hmm. Or now today, I can hit that hurdle. Right. And get over but, it. But people won't let God. Thank you. Women of God won't let me mm-hmm. get over my next hurdle because you still <laughs> want to keep here. Mm-hmm. Amen. In my phone, we have failures in our thoughts. Teach. And what I mean by that, you thought it. You contemplated it. Mm-hmm. You started the work. <laughs> but you didn't go through with it. And we don't look at that because we we don't want anybody to know. But transparency is a thing that that we must have. Because how can you how can you how can you teach anyone, or how can you truly testify 
about God without being transparent. And so failures in our thoughts. Um, just a few weeks ago, there was a thought that came to my mind. One thing about me, I know how to make a dollar. I know how to make it legally, and I know how to make it illegal, okay? So the thought hit me because I know what my prayer is to God in regards to ministry, my personal life, and my business, and so on. And the thought came, girl, you know where to go and get this money from. You know what to do. You know who to cut, how to do, you know who to reach out to. And that's all they're waiting on you to do. Not that they can't fund it, right? They're just waiting on you to call. Wow. But there's some attachments to that. Now that was a that would have been a complete catastrophe if I had have done that. Went through with that thought that came into my mind. Right. So that's why I say we have failures in our thought in our thought process because even though we don't go through it, but we don't even want to discuss what we think. Right, right, right. But this is the part, you know, even in the thought process, you know, the casting down of the imagination, you know, sometimes in the sisterhood, mm-hmm. this is how we can help each other. And what you're saying is many others mm-hmm. have experienced it. Right. This teaches us. You know, because you cast, you didn't follow through. Right. But somebody else in another situation, in another thing that they're going after, may have a follow through with them. Absolutely. But we don't know that even in our thoughts, we have to be authentic. We have to be genuine, we have to mm-hmm. be truthful, and have integrity, mm-hmm. even in our, in our thoughts. It's, it, we have to. We, we must, because if not, we're going to follow through with it, and then we're going to try to cover it up as long as we can. And then once it's exposed, that's when we, that's when we feel like it's truly a failure. But it was a failure in the beginning. And I think that that's the part I was getting to as well, is that once you have failed, people will not let you get up from your face. So, so it's so difficult for us to be there. And that's why we need each other. And that's why we have to have the connections to encourage in those moments, as you said, been to get to the place where you had that thought, mm-hmm. and I had those thoughts. Mm-hmm. We had to have had a season of trial. Absolutely, I'm I'm concerned. Absolutely, this this is this thing is perplexing to me mm-hmm. because now I'm contemplating mm-hmm. something that is not going to be good for me. Absolutely. So, in that time of contemplation, where were your AIDS? Where were your sisters? Where were your encouragers? Nobody's discernment kicked in. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gangan. <laughs> I mean, this. But but this is but there's real this connections. Absolutely. And like you said, it doesn't have to be besties. Right. But we have to take care of each other. We have to. It is it is imperative. Um just the other day, I think it Wednesday we had our annual inspection from the fire, fire department. So they came by and did their inspection. And as me and our deacon that's in training was leaving out of the fellowship hall, there was a fellow coming down the hill. Right. right. Asked us a question. Um, we answered his question, so he came went over. But to make the long story short, 
um, this guy presented a gun. I mean, yeah. So in that, you know, I posted it, talked about it. So one of my um, pastor friends yeah. picked up the phone and called. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I just thank God because it could have gone another way. But even, I use that as an example to say, even when we see something that, you know, just text or right. everything good, everything is okay. You see what I'm saying? There, there, there's a, 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 um, a passion that's, that's been in my spirit for the last couple of days. So now I definitely have to, after doing this right here, saying, oh, definitely got to make contact. Then. And because this is like a, uh, uh, a pushing for me, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes we are reluctant mm-hmm. because we don't want to be rejected. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be, um, what's the word? Um, just kind of set aside, set aside, run because of whatever. Right. And But th- we got to be able, like you said, we got to push past and get to what needs to be gotten to, mm-hmm. which is it could have been you needed somebody. To, right. Because after it's happened, you could have been good in the moment, but afterward, at it, it's the after. Exactly. Absolutely. And uh, it's the after effect. You see what it was? It's the, because it's the thought, okay, this could have gone another way. Because he reached out to hug us. He could have had his, he could have shot me directly in my stomach or in my heart. And then when he shot me, Brother Charles could have ran and he could have shot him in the back. I mean, when I say this could have, it could have been tragic. Right. And this is the part but we thank God. Oh, yeah. I, I heard, I read it in the most. And sometimes we just leave it up to, you know, you have your people. Yeah. Yeah, I have my people. <laughs> Absolutely. But we can't assume so, that, that our, my people is good. Your period. Yeah. yeah. Because it may not be pressed upon their heart. And if the Lord is pressing it upon my heart, I'm the people. Right. Yeah. I'm the one. one. You're the we. Absolutely. Absolutely. I received all of that. Amen. And like you said, it, it, it's a reminder to us to not be complacent with groups. Right. Right. But in actuality, we're in this thing together. And we and, and the thing is, like you said, we're in this thing together. But we don't have to be together. Does that make sense? All the sense in the world. And I think that sometimes is the problem. Because I I had uh, someone to say they didn't have time for another group. <laughs> and it's, it's not about having another group. But it's about, I got to at least make a connection to you. So if I do mm-hmm. need to lean that way, or you do need to lean this way, there's been a bridge deal right. that we can do that. But to not want to build the bridge because you don't want another group. Right. But what's in that group may be just what you need. It is. But this is the thing. Now, I know you enjoyed that series there. Phenomenal conversation. Join me next week for part four of the highs and the lows of women in ministry.